the Seeds You Sow podcast, planting seeds of applied knowledge, strategic change, and unstoppable passion. Coming to you live. What's up, everybody? This is the Seed You So podcast. I'm your girl, Aisha Tripp, coming to you live, KUSF.org. In the studio, my two brothers, Damon and Michael. Hey, hey. What's going on, y'all? You know, I figured... Wait, what? <laughs> I'm confused. Why are you confused? <laughs> or have we not gotten to the part where this is a new intro? Because that sounds exactly like what you always do. <laughs> okay, so... I'm just getting to it. Just getting to it. Or, or were you? So, what's different about this intro is, you know, typically, I say, you know, it's your girl, Aisha. I'm in the studio with... Damn, like I kind of, you know. True. So you introduced us. Yeah, it's kind of like in a full yeah, yeah. sequence. Like all of us, yeah. I mean, it felt good. I yeah. Just, I was like... I thought you were going to do a whole new thing. It was kind of like a DJ MV intro. But you're like, it was smooth. When you hear like it's going to be a new opening to the TV show, like the new this new sitcom, like Family Matters has a new intro tonight, and everybody's looking forward to the intro. It's like, so I didn't live up to the expectations. No, it was cool. I mean, you know, because I was thinking at this point now, this is episode 18, you guys. We are 18 episodes. In. And is... so, at this point, yeah, clap it up for 18 episodes. Clap that up. That's, that's consistency. Absolutely. That's commitment. Absolutely. That's follow through. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of different things. You that's know. That's the seed you sow, yo. Hey. At this point, our seed that we planted for this podcast, I think at this point, it's kind of like sprouting up into a little leaf. Yeah, I think so. You know, so absolutely. We getting a little leaflet. We getting Um. No, but I, I know I kind of built it up as if it was going to be this grand old new, like, you know, intro. But I figured at this point into, like, the seed you sow, people do know our voices now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't have to, like, emphasize, like, just in case y'all did not know, that's Damon speaking. That's me. And What's just in up, case y'all? you did not know, that's Deacon Mike on the mic. Deacon Mike. Deacon Brother Michael. Deacon Mike. Brother, Deacon Mike on the brother mic. Brother Waller. Deacon Brother Michael Waller. <laughs> brother, brother Waller is in the building. <laughs> Yo, Michael's sermon's coming, y'all. We've been talking about my album, but... But Michael's sermon, it's yeah, coming. It's on the it's, way. It's coming. Yo, your sermon's coming. My album's coming. Damon's book. It's on the way. Yes. On the way. Absolutely. So it's a race, y'all. It's a race. It's, it's a, a race. race. It it's is. A race. Who's going to get there first? I'm going to get there oh, first because I wow. just pulled a sermon out the sleeve. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I see it right now. Oh, what? Oh, God. I was like... So are we gonna change the whole the whole like tone of this episode and let Michael just do his thing? Nah, nah, nah. Preach on, preach Back with the amen, brother. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a tambourine. Hey, man, no. y'all, y'all voices are, are that, too brother. necessary on this podcast. Say that, brother. Give, my God. Give my, <laughs> won't he do it? Yes, he did. All the time. <laughs> oh man, the, I just found out actually. Like I don't know. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. But the the woman that was that person in my church, like that person that always had the saying, she's like that person. Hey, Sosa, like everybody knew knew her by her saying, like everybody knows it. Uh, she just passed away like a week ago, but she was like almost a hundred years old. Wow. So wow, you know, lived an amazing life. But like, I literally can go back in my mind right now and paint a picture of her Dang. saying that. Sit, I can look and see her exactly where she was sitting in the church when I was like seven years old. What was she and like? And hear the words that she was saying. What would she say? Say a couple of her She sayings. was just like, like, say Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear you. 
And like, you know, it was, uh, let me think of another one. Like everybody knows, like anybody who was in my church at that time that hears this is probably cracking up right now. Oh because, my uh, God. Yeah, she always, always, always. Shout out the like church real quick. Hundreds of people. It was Southside Church of Christ in Richmond, California on Florida Avenue. And her name was Sister Odeer. And it's something that sticks in your head. Like, you know, things stick in your head yeah. forever. Like we were talking about earlier with like how you might be leaving and going, uh, you know, moving on from the kids that you're working with right now. Mm-hmm. But if you leave an impact, that shit stays forever. It does. And it apologize does. for, you know, the language. About <laughs> Call it what it is. A dear sister that probably would not appreciate me using her name and that word in the same sentence. <laughs> she's like, she like <laughs> saying that, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Say not, I need bro. to come back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I don't know how that ended up. It made that. Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold I know, on. How did we need... get there? Oh, we're talking about the sermon. Yeah, we might need some ad-libs. We might need some ad-libs. Man, though, you know, Damon, you bringing oh. that up. Last night, my mom and my auntie Mildred were talking about, like, you know, Easter Sunday, growing up in the black church, yeah. they each, they, their Easter speech and the play and everything. Yeah. And they were talking about an old woman in the church named Sister Odea. And she, what? yeah, her name was Sister Odea, Star Bethel Missionary Baptist Church. On San Pablo Avenue, Oakland, California. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We so, when, you, when you're talking about like Sister O Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh-huh. Um, it's making me think about like the old church saints yeah. in the church. Cause she's the um Sister Odea used to walk around, I guess, with an extended like hanger. Yeah. And she'd be like, You better say it right. You better say it for Jesus. Like she wouldn't hit the kids, but she would have it oh in their face God. or whatever. Oh. And my mom was even saying during the time when her and my dad got married, she was there getting the the bridal party in line with that hanger. Oh my like, y'all better man. get in line for the Lord. Hey. Get in line. <laughs> you need those people, man. You need those. You always need those people. Like, yeah. so when I was talking to my mom about the fact that Sister Odeer passed away, um, we were talking about another person that I remember back in the day named Brother Russell, right? <laughs> Brother Russell used to always stand in the back of the church. And once again, I have a vivid picture of him in my head standing in the back of the church. And I would go to the back of the church and he would offer me some jelly beans. <laughs> And I know today, like, there's, like, a lot of weird things around that kind of thing. Like, somebody, some man offer you some candy. Oh. But, 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 Brother Russell was the man. And he used to have peppermints. You can go up and ask him for either peppermints or jelly beans. And he will pull out his paper bag, rolled up paper bag, little paper bag from the, from the liquor store. And he go ahead and get you some jelly beans wow. every single time. But the crazy thing is, is, like, when I was talking about Sister Odeer, I was like, uh, I was like, there's two people that I remember from church. I remember Sister Odeer and Brother Russell. So and, I was, and I was like, is Brother Russell still alive? And she was like, yeah, Brother Russell's still alive. No lie, the next day he passed away. Wow. No lie. It's crazy. That was Man. crazy. But like, just just those people, like those seasons that are just in my head. You yeah. Know what I'm seeds like they, that was seeds that were planted a long time ago but Man. I still go back to it you know what I mean I and still it, hear her her sayings you know what I mean I still gosh. hear whenever I think about church I still think about them jelly beans you know what I mean Brother Russell with the jelly yeah. beans man the peppermints yep. if your breast stink <laughs> I'll let your boy if you just need a little snack because <laughs> yeah, them church services would be long yeah, you need a little 
up and you know walk to the back. Pick me up in the right pocket. We got breathe right in the left. Man, that like sense of like cool, community yeah. and like those seasoned saints, mm-hmm. those people who really were like committed, really like serving, yeah. and not for like themselves, but like for the good of like the church and the community. That is something so rare. It doesn't yes. even exist anymore. There was actually a talk last night. I didn't get to get, um, go to, and we gonna hop into the topic, y'all. But y'all know how we do. But um, they were having a talk in San Francisco through the Young Black Professional Group where it was talking about black millennials in the church and how for us, like in our age uh, range here, we're ranging between 28 to 33 sitting here. We are, you know, we've already talked about this. We are Generation X souls with millennial tendencies. Y'all can own it if you want or not. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a new name for us? Can they come up with a new name for people who are struggling with their millennialists? I don't know. I'm not... Millennialism? Anyway, I'm not going down that route again with you, but... You don't have to. I'm just saying that I think they came up with a new name. I think I just don't want to be, like, dumped into, like, the millennial group. But in any case, the conversation was how... What is it looking like for, like, today's young black people in, like, relationship to church? Because, like, those stories, like, how, like, we grew up, that doesn't really exist anymore. Right. So that could be, like, a future episode. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, man. I do miss, like, those, like, days. It was simple. I miss it a lot. Now I want some jelly beans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of those red and white peppermints. Yes! Oh, Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. The good old days, y'all. The good old days were simple. Say so, sir. We gonna do an episode, y'all, about, like, the simple days. The days, you know, just being a kid. Because we was talking on the way here. Like, all of us here, if you did not know, we have youthful spirits. Mm. Right. We're very much you know on that we're adults we you know we're mature we handle our business we make sure we take care of things but at the end of the day in order you know to make sure our melanin's popping to make sure you know we still feeling life and feeling good we got to keep that you know youth in us so we hope that you guys do the same too don't don't ever let life get you like you know too old i guess too old too sour yeah too stank too stank Stank. get you get you a peppermint (laughs) brother russell Brother Russell. Brother 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 Russell. Gosh. Oh man, you guys. Um, we definitely have well, how would you guys describe today's show? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in what sense? Well, usually I say, yo, we got a hot show for you guys today. And of course every show we do is hot. Yeah. <laughs> What's a quick one liner? But I'm just thinking, like, I think this show is definitely going to be hot, but I also think it's going to, you know, be extremely helpful. Yeah, um, so. Because, you know, also, too, we mentioned this on the last episode. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We just launched a Twitter page. Yeah, yeah. You still mm-hmm. need to get it active, so go ahead, tweet, whatever that works looks like for you. But um, we've been looking over the data in terms of which episodes really are speaking to the people. And in terms of downloads, one of our most popular episodes have been what does it mean to be internally woke? So what we're going to be doing today and for the next three weeks, we're going to launch off this um Series on internal on internal wokeness, the process to being internally woke. So today's seed of the day is officially titled "Starve the Ego and Feed the Spirit," and this is in relation to um, being internally woke. And I think it's important to name before like we hop into everything. Like we're definitely going to name like where this is coming from. But right now in our culture, 
in the climate of society, this past weekend was the March for Lives rally. Mm -hmm. Did you guys get a chance to like check it out, reading the reports or anything like that? Nah, actually I didn't. I mean, I saw a lot of the like pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of stuff posted, but I didn't really get a chance to yeah. get into it. Yeah. Did you get anything like Michael? Not. Uh, what I actually do know is that we had um, some students from EOYDC where my good friend of mine works who went out there mm. um, in, in March and kind of represented Oakland out there. Yeah. Other than that, though, um, since it actually happened, I haven't heard any anything about it. Yeah, I mean, so I bring that up because right now in our society, there's a lot of talk about, obviously, um, this issue with guns. And then also, too, earlier this week, we had the horrible incident with the terrorist um, act that happened in Austin. And so with that being mentioned, there's a whole lot of hysteria. There's a whole lot of, like, chaos, um, a lot of, like, frantic people and, like, up in arms about what's going on. And one thing I mentioned to, the, um, to Michael and Damon as we were driving up here with like the terrorists who caused those horrible um, incidents up in Austin a few days ago, um, this whole narrative around like when there is a white male who you know performs an act of terrorism, he is typically labeled as misunderstood, as mentally ill, as you know some type of like trauma or pain. But if we step away, taking the focus off of the terrorists and looking at our culture itself and the people itself our culture right now is mentally ill right um right now there's a there's historically been a lot of trauma there's yes. been historically a lot of pain yes, and so i bring that up in connection to this internal wokeness because i think you know i'm speaking for my brothers right now but i think they would agree with me that if we really want to have some type of progress within our society we need to start thinking about what's going on with us internally as a people 100%. right you know because people always want to what's the analogy like they want to uh, paint over they want to paint the crack over the wall but they don't want to actually fi fix the crack mm -hmm. you know like especially like in um, reference to gun violence you know it's all about well, should we have guns in the street or should we not? And it goes into this whole debate, but nobody's really even like stopping like to have that conversation about why are we even getting to the point of like killing killing each other and killing ourselves anyway? Mm, yes. You know, like why why doesn't that conversation ever come up? Yeah. It's, it's always about just take the guns off, and I'm I'm all for like mandating you know stricter gun laws and making sure that people don't get access access to them as quickly. But I do believe at the same time, even if they did that, then people would still be killing somehow. Oh yeah, of course. So why don't we talk about that? Yeah. So that's why we're talking about what it means, not what it means to be internally woke, but the process to being internally woke. And if you did not listen to the episode, go listen to it now. It's our fourth episode. It was featuring, um, Lord Jesus, TJ. <laughs> Just me. He was on the episode. Right, exactly. Shout out TJ. TJ doing his thing. Yeah. He was in the news in DC and Iowa in the past week and a half. Go ahead, brother. That's what's up. We need to bring him back onto the show. Whenever he's back in town, I mean, oh my gosh, that's what's up. Go ahead. So, yes, guys, we did that episode. Um, back in September, and we're bringing it back now as a three-part series, and we're going to talk about the process. And one of the first steps that we believe in terms of what it takes to be internally woke is this concept of starving the ego and feeding your spirit. So what that basically means is we're living in a world right now where people are all about presenting this outer shell, this outer shell of, like, let it be 
some type of facade of strength, some type of facade of status, some type of facade that they got it together. And everybody places so much emphasis, so much emphasis, excuse me, on how they are presenting themselves to the world. But there is, isn't much time given to how you're taking care of your inner self. And if you really think about it, like your inner self at the end of the day is going to ultimately reflect your outer self. Even if you put on all types of images, put up all types of facade, you could put it, put on the airs, put on the act. At the end of the day, it's just an act and it will eventually break down. So we're going to talk about that. And a part of that was inspired by um, this parable of the two wolves. It's a Native American parable. Have you guys heard of this one? I hadn't heard of it, but when I read it, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty dope. So I'll read the parable really quick, and then we're going to reference the two articles, and we're going to hop right into the conversation. But this er um, the parable states, an old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside of me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego, he continued. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person, too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. So what our goal is with today's episode is to have you guys think about which wolf are you feeding? Are you giving into your ego or are you giving into your inner self? And we have to acknowledge in the world that we're living in right now, it's a very dog-eat-dog world. And at times, there are a lot of wolves out there who are definitely feeding their ego, their anger, their resentment, their pride, and they're covering it up with so many different false things that we're taught that are going to like make us think we're going to feel better, but in the end, they're not. And so we're here today to have this conversation to think about how do we break down that ego and start feeding our spirits? And then that can be the first step towards healing, wholeness, and getting towards a better self. And we're hoping out there that you guys are going to be inspired by this conversation and you guys start thinking more critically about what you're feeding yourself. Damon, I feel like you're over there like you're on that go. I got to say something. You can feel that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, yo, I be in tune, man. Wow. I be feeling no, things, man. She tells like, me, oh, yeah. like, I'm just sitting here just listening, <laughs> looking, listening, looking, and you, you can feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. Girl, I be in tune. That's Go amazing. Spurring, <laughs> that's a gift. You should definitely uh, appreciate that. In yourself. That's a gift. Praise to God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I wanted to say. Yeah. Was that I think that where we need to start is by how we define ego. And because I think that too, I think that ego and feeding your ego is actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, When you talk about the ego as it being like your sense of like self esteem, your sense of importance, and your self worth. 
when you look at it from that lens and not like hyper ego and like yes uh being egotistic but just feeding that part of yourself that your self-esteem like who you are understanding who that is spending time with yourself uh doing practices like mindfulness and yoga and things that really take you inside and 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 give you a sense of importance that's outside of the superficial things that you do place this thing on yeah um i think that is very healthy um but when ego becomes the outward show that you're talking about where it's based on your societal uh, approval, uh, approvals a word, or like your perception to society, like what face that you're giving for society. When it's fa- when it's based on that, like what your image is in society. That's what I was looking for. Then, then I think that that's where yes. you know we need to strip that away and and sh- start to shift that importance more toward who am I, what am I, what. Like, not what am I doing, not what do I mm. look like, not what do I have, but what am I? Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and that is ego. That is, like, when you're feeding that and you have a, self, a sense of self-esteem and self-importance, that is ego. It's just a different way of looking at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm, gl- I'm, I'm very thankful you named that because I guess then, like, it's naming a healthy ego. Because right, right. it does exist. You're Absolutely. very right. Yeah. And I think when you're, when you're talking about what I am as opposed to what I do, in terms of like defining this and um, with breaking down like the negative ego and feeding the spirit, when you feed like who you are, then you'll have a stronger outer self, mm-hmm. which yeah, is more healthy. Absolutely. So thank you for naming yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, basically Damon is saying the ego ain't bad, it's having a healthy ego. And I agree with That's you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's great, it's great, it's great. Yeah. Um, and Michael over here has some things to say, but I just wanna say real quick, we do have a couple articles, well just two articles that we're gonna reference today. Um, we have one by the Huffington, the Huffington Post entitled Black Men in Our Health. Um, this is also, I would say, applicable, in even though like you gotta name things just specifically for black men, but <clears throat> it also could be in connection with black women too, but I thought of this in terms of like ego with hyper-masculinity and mm-hmm. how men at times mm-hmm. have a stronger... Wait, was, that, was that one of our articles? Mm-hmm. It was. Did black- I not see that one? I'm it's sorry. A, it's a great article. <clears throat> I don't mean to say Men at times are the ones who do suffer in terms of like admitting that they may need some help or admitting mm-hmm. that they may be, you know, vulnerable. And this is a great article because this man breaks down how he had a stroke. Yeah. And what he went through to get through to get to a sense of healing and wholeness. And then we're also referencing one other article um, entitled Therapists are saying African Americans are increasingly seeking help for mental illness. And that was posted by the Washington Post. So we're going to be referencing those two articles. Um, but what are you going to say, Michael? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I um, wanted to show some love for Damien for making that point about mm-hmm. ego. Um, because there are many cases in life where ego is actually really good to have, right? You want to feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. but you got to take the time to make sure that your ego is not being made out of ang- arrogance or anger right. or envy or sorrow, right? Um, you got to kind of, in, in the parable, make that choice to have your ego being built from the wolf of the good side, of the right. more positive side. So I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, sure. And one of the other things that I wanted to say, too, though, is that I think in terms of understanding ourselves in the way that we work and the way that we function and need to move forward, I think it's important. And one of the 
kind of just like you said with African Americans in in this new journey to find therapists and therapy, uh, we have taken so long in trying to ignore these negative emotions that come along mm-hmm. in life and that come along with experiences that we have in life. And we need to, instead of denying them or ignoring them, acknowledge Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And when we acknowledge them, we could always find places where goodness comes from those experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the, I highlighted his book one time, but um, a director named Tom Shattuck, who directed Bruce Almighty, a lot of a lot of movies with Jim Carrey um, and more. He said in a in a a time he was speaking at my college that all good things grow from shit. And he really was talking about like manure, right? right? <laughs> and mardu- manure being so important to plants being right. healthy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. It stank, but it's something good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so if we can acknowledge these emotions of anger of envy, of sorrow, of regret, guilt, resentment, and we could find ways to use them, they could actually be the foundation for beautiful things Mm -hmm. and for beautiful lessons and experiences in life. So it's not that we are trying to tell our listeners to ignore that side, but we're use that side to feed the more positive outlook and optimistic outlook of life. So then my question then is, right, because if today's episode is about us making sure that we feed our spirit in a great way so that our outer shell, our healthy ego, is more aligned with what's going on internally. In this world that we're living in today, knowing that there are so many distractions and so many like lies mm-hmm. where people could think, okay, well, as long as I have this money or as long as I have this status or as long as I have these amount of likes on Facebook or Instagram, when you mentioned about, you know, instead of running from it and starting to acknowledge it, what are ways that we could help or encourage people to get in that space of like courage to acknowledge that and ready to talk about that because in the article with black men in our health this this young man in this article basically breaks down how he had a stroke and by having this stroke it was like his coming to an odd moment of how he was not dealing with his resentment he was not dealing with his pain and from there he started getting like that that healing that he needed so I know sometimes in life it may take you like hitting a wall, but is there anything that we could like, is there anything you guys can think about that can help people to get more, I don't want to say safe, but it's, it takes like courage in my opinion to admit like I ain't got it figured out or I'm trying to act like I got it together when I don't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it does take courage, but at the same time, like first it takes knowledge of that. You know what I mean? True. Like, a lot of people don't even know. Mm-hmm. You don't even know yeah. that you don't have it figured out. You don't even know that you got all these issues. You don't even know that you're stressed or depressed mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You don't even know. You're mm-hmm. just going through life and you're just trying to keep up with everything that's going on. And you're not even really aware of what it's doing to you physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. So just taking time for that awareness you know what i mean taking time to step back taking time to turn off all of these distractions and sit back and do a practice like mindfulness do a practice like like yoga where you actually are going inside of yourself and 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 experiencing 
what's going on mm. experiencing who you are at that time yeah what is your mind doing what is your body doing how does it feel because a lot of times we're distracted by all these distractions yeah. we're, we're focused on social media we're focused on all the different things going on with everybody else that we've forgotten that i don't feel good you know what yeah. i mean i don't feel good my mind is not in the right place mm-hmm. you know what i mean health my health is not in the right place i don't actually feel good because i'm so caught up in all this other stuff that's going on that I haven't even taken the time to realize that something was wrong with me. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, uh, shout out to Ariel Vaughn, who's listening to us right now. Uh, she just sent a text saying, therapy is not only for treating mental illness, but overall maintaining a good state of mental health. And that is very true and very valid. Um, I would also mm. say to that point, though, with the state of our society and especially in the african-american community to even get to that point of like i'm just gonna just be taking care of myself like you still have to acknowledge that there's a part of you that's in pain and quoted from the article um which uh, was the one about, let me, the therapist saying that African-Americans are increasingly increasingly seeking help for mental illness um, is quoted that the notion dating back to slavery that one should endure life's difficulties without complaint or appearing weak yeah. runs deep in the African-American um, culture. So the goal is to get to that point of like, I'm going to therapy just to maintain my happiness. But we have a lot of people that's like, as you said, that don't even really know that they're like even broken to begin with. Yeah. And they're just like going through the motions. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's deep and it's, it's really embedded in like, our culture, especially amongst like black people, you it's know, cultural for Gosh. sure, because we don't have the examples of those types of services being mm. like, a normal thing you know mm-hmm. what I mean we don't have those examples like we're talking about we were raised to be hard in one way or another we were raised to to deal with the things that were coming at us and figure it out and mm-hmm. like you know this is just what life is you know what yeah. I mean this is not you dealing with something or you having some type of sickness it's just what yeah. life is because everybody's dealing with it so yeah. it doesn't seem like it's this person's problem it's yeah. just this is what life is y'all yeah. like you just gotta You're not step up and figure outlet. it out because now we have the information and now we now we have more people that have taken that step Pray and have that. seen how, how beneficial it is just yeah. to be able to talk to somebody mm-hmm. and like right here this is therapy right here what we're doing every day you know what i mean because if mike is talking about something that he's dealing with and we're like hey maybe you should think about this a different way like we did on the way over here as you did that's exactly (laughs) what therapy is hey Mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying, but just think about this a different way and it might completely change your outlook on it right but like Mm We have to educate ourselves on what that looks like, on healthy discussion, just in our own circles, without going to a professional, before going to a professional, Mm -hmm. maybe not before, but, you know, there's the going to the professional and actually having that conversation, but it's just in our own circles, in your family, having those open conversations about how you're doing and knowing how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it, it really is a cultural thing that we have to continue to nurture because, Obviously, you know, like I said before, we're kind of playing from behind in a lot of different ways. A lot, every a way. In, in every way, Even though really. we're so ahead. Um, yeah, so... Even though, uh, they, the they try to tell us, but they try to set us up like as if we're behind, but we really are ahead. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I know, I, mean, I know. We are man. behind in information. 
Well, yes, because we've been we've been told so many lies. Exactly. We've been robbed of our truth. Yeah. And we're not given the proper tools for that healing and that wholeness. And we're not given the spaces to recognize like we've been through a lot. Absolutely. And we need a space to heal. We need a space to find comfort in one another and not deny, not hide and not cover up in terms of what we've been told. Absolutely. And And here comes the Seed You Soul podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I say that. Here we are. I, I say that just in the sense of this is exactly why we are here and this is exactly mm. why the three of us or the four of us are having shout these conversations ashley. yeah shout out ashley um having these conversations on air because we want to show our listeners that it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay mm-hmm. to be comfortable with your experiences and the negative emotions that you've had and how you're trying to figure out how you can use them to get better i think that we need to find or create spaces of safety mm-hmm. where we can have these conversations amongst each other. And it's interesting to read these articles and, and hear a lot about therapy because I definitely think that therapy is great. Therapy is something that a lot of people could use and benefit from, including, including me. But I also have been able to find therapy in having conversations with the two of you or the three of you every week. I find therapy in um, Ashley. If y'all don't know, she's my boss at work and we have (laughs) walking meetings Mm -hmm. where we are each other's therapists. Right. Um, I've had I find therapy in mentoring young people. Mm -hmm. Right. So many people have said like, oh, Mike, why don't you become a therapist? And one of the reasons why I don't want to become a therapist is because I don't want the title. Right. Like, I could be friend. I could be mentor. Yeah. Right? I could be brother. But what's wrong with the title? I think that, for me, and therapists are very good at at, at taking themselves off this pedestal. But I think that part of our community and part Mm -hmm. of our community being against going to therapists is it's like a doctor is up here on this pedestal of white coat with white lab coat, super nice, typically in, in, throughout history, white man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then here I am, the person with all the problems. And typically, therapists are not going to sit there and have a conversation about how they go through stuff too, though. And uh, or I, well, it depends. It depends no, on. That's, that's what we think. I, true. Well, I think that's what article, we do, right? The article states. You brought up a good point because the article states African Americans have also tended um, to have. Wait, African Americans have also tended to distrust the medical professions. Mm-hmm. Waters said, especially after the Tuskegee experiment. Um, look up Henrietta Lacks if y'all do not know who Henrietta Lacks is. They took this woman's cells from her body after she passed away and have been like making medical like advancements off of a black woman's body Mm -hmm. and making money off of it too. But that's a whole other conversation, but you're completely right. But I think therapy within itself looks different. There's different forms of therapy too. It's not always just like the person talking at you, but if we're given the knowledge and we're given the comfort, then like we can be more open to it. But you bring up a great point. Like there's a, there's the whole stigma. And, and you know, what's a good approach to that is like get the education of a therapist, mm-hmm. but don't present yourself as a traditional therapist. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Ways. Find your way that works for you that present yourself the way that you want to. Maybe it's just mentorship. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, 
coaching or however you reach the people that you're reaching, but you at least have the knowledge, like the professional technical knowledge right, of right. how to do this so that you have more in your toolbox to be able to do in these certain places. So you don't have to be like, you don't have to have the couch and like bring them in and like do the whole thing, but mm-hmm. you're still providing that service, you know yeah. what I mean? And giving it to people that may not be comfortable in that more traditional setting. Yeah. And you know? I think, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut you, you off. Go ahead. And I think also too, with like the knowledge aspect, it makes me think when we first talked about internal wokeness, TJ brought this up. Sometimes like we can be in self like affirming environments, which is good. But then sometimes that could be problematic Mm -hmm. because then you're just around people that may just be telling you what you want to hear. And I think sometimes that's why the point of like seeking therapy um, is helpful because it is helpful to get a perspective of somebody who may not per se all the way know you, right, who yes. can then direct the conversation or direct you in a way that's like, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. But, you know, because in that, and sometimes the true growth does come from, um, the true growth does come from a place when you go somewhere that does make you uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to grow. It can't always be comfortable, but that knowledge and that setup is where it does start. And unfortunately, exactly. it's we're still getting there. We're still getting there. Or All fortunately, right. so we're getting there. So I actually saw a therapist very, 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 very recently. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I really appreciated about her was that, I mean, it's not even, like when you think about it, it's really simple. Yeah. I said something, and she looked at me and said, you said that. Why did you say that? Where did yeah. that come from? Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you thought that thought that you thought? And broke it down that way. And her doing that gave you a completely different perspective yep. on what you were even thinking yep. of when you said it. Because yeah. a lot of times when you say something, you don't even know why you're saying it or what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Speak on that. Where it came from. <laughs> but when somebody <laughs> has, you know, the knowledge to be able to say, all right, stop. What did you just say? Why did you say that? Yeah. You know, it's not like they're telling you why. Just think about this for a second. Why are you thinking that? Yeah. How do you feel? Where did that come from? What part of your body did that come from? You know, those kinds of things are very powerful things to be able to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and and to me, like, I was very nervous going because that was my first time. It was like Mm. in the last few weeks. That was Mm -hmm. my first time ever seeing anybody uh, about, you know, anything like that. That's what's up, brother. That's what's up. So, it's... There's a couple things. We have to change our mentality around these kinds of things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to acknowledge that we do have things to address. Yes. And that there are people that can help you with that. Yes. And that we need to be able to open ourselves up Mm -hmm. to be able to receive that so that we can grow. And I think that we have to... It's a hard thing because we're not... We, as a culture, we're not raised to be like, hey, I got a problem. I need to talk to you. I need to talk to somebody. Like, there's something wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel right. So my mind is doing things that I don't like, and I need to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. So it's very, very important, and I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. But, um, yeah. No, no. I'm glad you you said that, because I I actually... um, went and saw a therapist at my school mm-hmm. and had very similar feelings though mm-hmm. as you did mm-hmm. and i think that what therapists are really good at is when we leave experiences and emotions in our heart and in our minds 
they're unorganized. Yeah. They're allowed to mix, yeah. and it makes things worse. Mm-hmm. Because if you have an emotion from one experience and emotion from the other, and you don't organize them into like buckets, mm-hmm. then they mix and make this way crazier negative emotion. Yep. And what was interesting is here I am, 27 or 26 at the time, talking to this gentleman, and I feel pretty confident in what I've done mm-hmm. to basically focus on the more positive wolf in my life, right? I've talked about my experiences. I've thought about them so much to where I can see the positivities in them now. But here I am explaining my story to him because mm-hmm. he didn't know me. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a second to organize because I have to say it through speech. I have to organize it and then look back and be like, wow, like, you still been through a good amount of stuff, though, bro. Yeah. That was like some some painful stuff. And there's even experiences that you may have faced in life that was like you were kind of on the outside of it, but you still felt the pain of trying to navigate whatever happened. Mm-hmm. And that's something to acknowledge, though. And, yep. and oftentimes, as, as black people, we don't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I, it what I will say, though, is that if we can become comfortable within each other, and I think there's a portion of me that, well, I knew I should coming into this, but it, it wasn't like, I feel like I know y'all obviously on a different yeah. level now than yeah. I did in episode one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there was a, a, a sense of, I kind of got to show y'all who I am when, right. I, when I came into here. But if, be vulnerable. if we could become that comfortable with our family members, if we could become that comfortable at the dinner table after we've had a hard day at work and at school with our children, right? Imagine what can happen with us, right? And like you said, like, I really appreciate you kind of challenging me and telling me, like, if I get educated and I understand some of the things that I could do, Mm -hmm. then I don't necessarily need to be a therapist to do therapeutic things. And if I could bring those type of strategic questions to the dinner table, what can I do for my children? Or if I could bring those strategic questions into the basketball gym or into the classroom, like, what can we do for our young people, you know? And so I think that... um, that's really, really dope and something that we could do within our circle to help our families and our friends right. and yeah. everybody that we can touch on a regular basis. Right, because I, the more we have the knowledge in our community, the better it is, right? right? Because that's what we're lacking. It's just that simple knowledge of, like, what it is, you right, know what I mean? Right. So to have one more person mm-hmm. in our community that just has that available, that can prov- provide that for whatever groups that you're in, is powerful, man. So I guess, like, at a high level hopefully over time, right, it can be more um, systemic where those examples are given and it's more like normalized because right now in the culture it's not, but Mm -hmm. we're getting there. But at a micro level, because as you guys are listening to us, everybody sitting here has taken that step of courage to seek that help because I've seen a therapist. My first time going to a therapist was when I was in grad school. And it was a hit the wall moment. Mm. And I had to learn then like, okay, I'm I'm acting like I'm okay and I'm not okay. And here's a teaching moment for us all. And when you were mentioning, and you mentioned this too, Damon, in terms of like the things like we tell ourselves, for our listeners out there, one way of naming that is a cognitive distortion. 
which is basically an exaggerated or irrational thought pattern that you believe to perpetuate and you put out there. And this is not my book for the day, but I just want to name this book because it was actually recommended to me when I was in grad school. And it's by um, Dr. David D. Burns, and it's called The Feeling Good, The New Mood Therapy. It's a little dense reading, but there is a part of the book where you take a quick survey to assess your mental cognitive state Mm -hmm. and also like what level are you in terms of like, are you depressed or not? And it's a good check in with yourself type book. Um, so for our listeners out there, I, we and I think it's important to name for ourselves sitting here, there are levels of privilege in terms of like we have each other, we have strong support systems, we come from educated backgrounds. Um, but at the same time, even with that, it still took courage and a fight for us to even get to where we're at. Yeah. Um, and we're still fighting. And we're still fighting. But for anybody out there who's listening who may not have that given resource, we're offering it to you right now. And right. we're hoping in a small way that it can reach people on greater levels. Because the more that we can normalize these things, the more we can break down that way to like act like we're okay when we're not. People are dying and getting shot and killed and oppressed and all types of crazy stuff is happening in this world. You need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, I'm cool. No, you're not. Why are you drinking it? Why are you smoking that thing? But Why are you I trying to say, do that thing? Like I'm the same. I'm the same. I will add. Okay, that. go ahead. I'm like, <laughs> I will add I'm that. Going off. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might be okay. You might be okay. You might not be drinking. You might not be smoking. You might have a pretty good grasp on life. But as far as you know, like you may not have something that's just blaringly, obviously uh, wrong. However, if you are all good, if your job's going well, your family's happy. You not, you know, have any. Uh, you know, damaging habits. That doesn't mean that you can't benefit from speaking to someone. Exactly. And yes. That you know that you can that you getting your thoughts out and having someone to help you work through your mind state, just like you do with your physical. You going to see a trainer to get stronger physically. You go to see a nutritionist. Or you read a bunch yes. of books about veganism or whatever you're doing. Uh, you know, to, to take care of your physical health. Your mental health is just as important. <laughs> and going and talking to someone and having them help you through some of your thoughts, no matter how well you feel that you're doing in life, it is always a good thing because you can always get a little bit better. You can always get a little bit further. So Ashley echoed with, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) What I want to add to that, too, is I read a post somewhere, Facebook or something, I don't know, that talked about reading Mm -hmm. and the power of reading. And in this in this post in this article that I read, it talked about how the more you read, the more that you could become in tune with the fact that so many other people in this world experience the same depression as you. Mm-hmm. And although that depression may look different, the mm-hmm. route to that depression may look different, that learning that you are not alone is oh, a powerful, yeah. powerful thing. It is. It is. And there is so much. That you could tell. Matter matter of fact, matter of fact, I think I might have, I might have read this in a post, and then I watched um, Saving Mr. Banks, and this is like the journey that both Walt Disney and I can't remember the lady's name who wrote uh, Mary Poppins, but they both <laughs> kind of had this this route of finding depression, mm-hmm. and um, 
she was ex- she was showing that through Mary Poppins, which is why she was so connected to the story that she wrote and didn't want to give it to him because she didn't know that he was creating Disney because he had had the same, a similar route to that depression, uh-huh. right? Oh. And so finding other people's stories yes. and reading other people's stories is also another way to, one, become more comfortable with the fact that you have things that you go through that take you into depression, and mm. two, that you are not alone. Right. That there are people of all colors and all creeds, uh, different religions, different everything yeah. that have experienced the same feelings that you have. Um, and even that feeling of community mm. is something that I think gives us strength and helps us continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. When you say you are not alone, of course, I thought of Michael Jackson. You are not alone. <laughs> I am here with you. Okay, anyway, but no. I no, and when you when you mentioned about like the narrative and like storytelling that goes back to the point um of therapy looks different. You could talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Therapy could be art therapy in yeah. terms of like writing out your story or singing or dancing. Like there's different forms of therapy out there. And even though it it did know in the article in terms of like most uh therapy is not covered by insurance. Um, however, there are still resources out there that can cover a person through, let it be, um, your school or local community church or outreach centers. Like there are resources out there that will cover a person to make sure they can get the help that they need. You just have to take that step and like speak up. Yeah. And so have you ever heard of Talkspace? I have not. So Talkspace is an online service. Look at us dropping knowledge. Online therapy. Now, I'm not going to give a whole big spiel because they got to pay for that. But It's still something. Um, they got to pay. But yeah, Talkspace, you know, it's not a traditional therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's online. So, like, whenever you need to talk to somebody, you just call them or yeah. get online or chat or whatever. And they're available to talk. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's much cheaper than actual therapy. It's much more convenient, which, I mean... In this world. Whatever I think that you need to take eff- put effort into what you want to do to improve in life, but if you need convenience, then it's convenient. So yeah, you should check it out. One thing that I'll add to that too, though, is that if we think about the money that we invest in the mask that we put on, hmm. and we take Man. that money away from investing in that mask Whoa. and put it into therapy, speak we on have it, a, a lot of different things. So I think Whoa. that oftentimes, as a community, we talk about the money that we don't have, mm. but we got so much of the mask that we done put money into that we could put into other places. So instead of investing in things that can mask our emotion and mask our experiences, why don't we change to investing in ourselves so that we could heal and not have to put on a mask thank to feel you. comfortable. Thank you for hey, saying man, that. You keep going. This is the sermon. This is the sermon we've been waiting for. I know, for. right? Keep on preaching. That's right. <laughs> and you know, yeah, speak on that because people will stand in line for Jordans. Are they going to stand in line for that therapy, though? Right. But then, like, to acknowledge that, it's also to acknowledge, like, the capitalistic culture we're living in because mm-hmm. we're told these lies, people. We all have fall, like, we all have fallen for it. We all have. No one is exempt from it. We all been told, you know, get the get the purse get the get the the shirt get the jeans get all these exterior items to make you feel better that's what we're given we're not given the message of like feed yourself feed your spirit get right with the things that matter mm-hmm. so then all those external
external things. Yeah, you can get that, but that's an afterthought. Yeah. But that's not what we're given, you know. Yeah. So that's why we have to break that, acknowledge that, and you know, call it out because it's a lie. It really is at the end of the day. So that made me think of uh, you know, Damon Damon gonna be with me on this one. Um, that made me think of the big crit song Soul Food. Uh-huh. And it also reminded me of the stories of the church that y'all two were telling, where so often today we're we're spending money on uh, different types of food. We're spending money on different types of experiences and we're kinda getting away from that old school like being connected and being comfortable with each other and comfortable yeah. in our space. Yeah. Um, and that's like a really, really dope and creative song that uses food as an idea, right? So he says something like, instead of potato ta- salad, we're going for potato chips, right? So we're going for all this stuff that can mask our pain, but we're not going mm. for the stuff that like was made with love. Right, yeah. With heart, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. we go for all this stuff that was like, GMOs and all this extra mm-hmm. stuff, like, and we forget Side. that, you know, he said something like, what about that? What happened to the apple pie? You know, that grandma used to make, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that that just reminded me of, of that song, like, feed your soul rather yeah. than going for what's quick and easy yes, um, and what can, can get, can, can uh, contribute to the mask that we put on. Yes, sir. Who wants that? That's like getting McDonald's for dinner where you know you can get that good rotisserie chicken with some cornbread and some homemade greens and mac and cheese with, the, you know, the burnt corner edge, you know, that was made like with love with Jeffrey Osborne playing in the background. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't get that even going on that mac and cheese. <laughs> but, <Look>. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a chill. I, I'm appreciating. <laughs> I, you know, I just want to name real quick. Dang, that's college track coming up. I just want to name. You can name stuff. <laughs> right, I just want to name. For 18 episodes. Right, I just, I just wanna, it's like name. college track is still waiting. Name it. We have visitor. Oh, hi. Hi, sorry. So, okay. We're currently recording. Oh, I have a show at 9. Oh, okay. We'll be wrapping up soon. Okay, thank you. No problem. Yeah. So, um... To like wrap up this conversation, but I know I don't know, but sorry y'all, someone just walked in. We you know got a recording space, so oh. it's all good. Um, we keep it rolling. But actually, we were about to. Um, well, no, what I was gonna say was, I just want to name. I feel extremely thankful to be sitting here with you guys, especially as like two black men, um, who are strong enough to acknowledge, you know what, I want to be better. Yeah. And being better means that there's parts of me that need to grow. Because that's and, dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Name wanting it. to be better and wanting to like address the things that you may struggle with and wanting to improve your life and improve how you're how you're going through this life is dope. Like you w- should want to do that. Stop getting hung up in in all of this other nonsense about we should, you know, whatever it is. I don't even know how to say it because I'm not even thinking like that but like i just got hype for a second but basically it's dope to want to want to be better to 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 strive for more you know what i mean and to acknowledge the the areas whether they be physical mental spiritual Mm -hmm. whatever those areas are it's cool to acknowledge them and to address them and to try to progress um so yeah. yeah yeah one of the things that i took from real quickly uh one of the things that i took from one of our articles was finding a new definition for black manhood. Mm. And this is that new definition right here. That's it. Redefining strength and redefining what it is to be strong and what it is to be a man is uh, what the two of us are working on and what 
as a culture, we gotta we gotta continue to work on and continue to push our our fellow brothers to move in that same direction and mm -hmm. to teach their sons and their daughters that same idea of what black manhood is, you know. And yeah. so that was one one thing that stuck with me from the articles. You know, and so we're gonna have to segue um, into our next. Uh, portion of the show but I think one thing we could leave with our listeners if there's any type of like seed um, advice that you guys would want to offer people in terms of taking that step to break down this facade like I have to have it all together I got to be the one I got to you know make sure I'm good I gotta be strong um, what advice could you offer to somebody listening right now to help them break that down and understand the importance of get yourself right internally so then this, the, your outer self can be even better. What like advice would you offer somebody right now? Just on top of your spirit. Like I said, at the top of the spirit, <laughs> part, you know, this, the corner part of your heart, the frontal part of your head. And I ain't gonna I'm lie. I'm trying to think about it. On, on <laughs> I, I can go first. Cause I'll go on top of my spirit. Go, no, go. I got some, yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on top of my spirit, we, we said talk about it, we said read, but on top of my spirit, to be honest with you, listen to, to common sense. Um, <laughs> listen, to, listen to common or listen to music. One, one of the favorite lines that I have from common was in Go. And when he said that when I'm being strong, what I realize now is when I'm strong is when I'm really being weak. Mm. And I listened to that and I listened to him talk about how he has to be a father to his daughter. And these are the types of after listening to that song so many times and having like a cool beat and a cool vibe behind it, I start to realize like, whoa, hold on, as a man, like here's this here's this powerful black man who is in the public telling me that when he's really being strong, he's actually being weak. Like man, I could maybe maybe I can be vulnerable and maybe I can open up. So off the top of off the top of my spirit, um, <laughs> listen listen to music, listen to common. Um, that's one of the people I listen to. Big Crit is one of the people that we listen to, um, mm. and listen to the people who have done it before us. Who are, most of them are starting to learn that like being open and being vulnerable is actually a true sign of strength rather than being hard and being calloused. Hey, I like that. Preach on, brother. Preach on. Yes. And the whole, like, Amen, listening brother. to music <laughs> and listening to people who actually have experienced it, too. Because right. I, I got a pet yeah. peeve for someone. Who, oh, you should do this. You do that. Like, did you ever do that? Everybody here, we're living witnesses to it. Right. In different ways. Did you have an, a word of advice or do you want me to go? Yeah, I do. Um, so the only way that I can kind of say this is just by talking about myself. So No, go for it. Basically, I've thought about this a lot lately because... You wake up in the morning, and as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, what do I got to do? If I don't get into it right now, it's not, you know, it's not going to be good. So as soon as I wake up, it's like, what do I have to do? What's on my list? Mm -hmm. I got family responsibilities. I got work responsibilities. Mm -hmm. got financial responsibilities. I got responsibilities, 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 right? Damn. <laughs> not even mentioning other distractions. Not even mentioning, uh, you know, the brother getting shot in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Not even mentioning uh, all the stuff that we see on a daily basis that's coming. I'm just thinking about personally, just what do I have to do for the day? Is mm -hmm. a lot to deal with, right? Mm -hmm. So it's even hard to take the minute and say, all right, 
I'm here again. Here we go. Mm. I just woke up. I'm thankful. Mm. You know, I'm thankful for that. All right, how do I feel right now? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. am I good? Is there anything that I need to address so that I can go out and do all these things effectively? Is there anything that's going to make my mentality right going into all this? Because, mm. you know, I go through a lot of things where that might shift my mentality a certain way, like with work or with yeah. something that might happen at home or with something that might affect me in the news or like just got just got word of a friend passing away a couple days ago mm-hmm. so like yeah yeah so a lot of things are going on mm-hmm. every single day and when yeah. you wake up tomorrow it's going to be some more things going on yeah so we have to prepare ourselves so what i do in the little bit of time that i have is i've stopped listening to music on the way to work when i'm driving just so that i can give my mind some time to just flow and mm. just yeah. do whatever it's going to do. Don't have any idea about what it's going to be. Don't have any intentions for what it's going to be. It's just, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to drive. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going to let my mind Ooh. just do what it needs to do because yeah. every other moment of the day, it's occupied by something. Mm. My God. And I don't have time to do this, but yeah. the time that I do have to do this, I'm going to take the time to do it because you know, me, uh, me myself, you know, quick to run to a distraction mm. quick to run to something not I, I won't say it, i won't say a distraction quick to run to something to fill the space mm. you know what i mean quick to run to it and Man. i think that we need to be quick to run away from it run away from the things that are filling the space that you need to be using to take to yourself and to and to allow yourself yes. the time to rest because your mind your mind needs rest beyond just sleep right. your mind needs mm. conscious rest you know what i mean you need to be awake and allowing your mind to settle itself and yeah. and and take the time to consider the things that are going on with you because if you're so bogged down and you're so consumed with all this stuff like honestly i don't really feed too much into societal issues I guess mm-hmm. is the way I, I don't really feed too much into it like yeah I hear something about what happened in Sacramento I'm like yeah that sucks and I spend a little time on it but I don't feed too much into it because when it's time to, to give my attention to that I do mm-hmm. but I don't believe that every single thing that happens deserves my full attention and deserves me to shift yep. all of what I'm thinking and everything that I'm doing in that direction because I don't think that's what progress is. You know what I mean? I think that we individually, each of us have a responsibility to be a person and that's yeah. it. Right. That's my responsibility is to be a person. And I have to take that responsibility and look at who I am on a daily basis Amen. and, and understand who it is that I'm presenting to the world, who it is that I am when I go into work. Right. Because if I'm not in the right mindset, when I go into work, then I'm not going to perform the right way i'm not gonna communicate the right way i'm not gonna interact the right way same thing with school same thing with family same thing with whatever it is that you're doing so you have to take the time to yourself yes whether it's whether it's what i'm saying you know in my commute is really the only time that i have to do it so keep the radio off don't talk to nobody open the window and just let it flow yep um Whatever it is, you know, just find that time because we find time for everything else. You know what I mean? Hmm. Find time for a a whole list of things that we find time for. But it seems that we find the hardest time 
just be to just find time for nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. for nothing at all yeah mm-hmm. it's like you always have to fill it with something and i think that just that simple change where mm-hmm. if we all just spent like 30 minutes 10 minutes just to ourselves not doing anything in particular just, just doing nothing just being that is so powerful because yeah. you get you will be surprised what you learn about yourself in just mm-hmm. that little bit of time of just removing everything else yeah so um mm. yeah that's pretty much it thank you for stating that brother we must be on the same virgo brother spiritual <laughs> Aren't we wavelength always? because everything you just said kind of summed up what i was thinking because I was thinking about unplugging yeah. is a mm-hmm. way to allow yourself to break down that ego mm-hmm. and allow yourself to feed your spirit. And um, you broke it down eloquently. Right. Yeah, and um, thank you. Even with I, I will acknowledge, though, the young man who was shot in Sacramento, Stefan Clark. Um, and last night when I was hanging out with my, you know, Ashley, our other host, and who's my friend, too, and all y'all friends, yeah. and Micah, who was on the show, and she's good people, too, um, I express my deep resentment for hashtags of people's names who have passed away. And I agree with you, Damon, in the sense that we don't need to... I think it's about the information that's being presented. It needs to be presented in a way that's going to be helpful and productive and right now it's just saturating and just like oh my god i can't because to know about what's going on should feel us to you know want to give back to the community and fight for our community because at least personally me i can't ignore things to the extent like well that's just them that ain't me because if they came for them they'll eventually come for me yeah and but at the same token we are saturated with so much without the proper spaces to process because to read a news report shot 20 times in his backyard scroll up next day what is it it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. I agree, hundred percent. Our informa- the way our information is given, yeah. is not good. So, listen to good music. Unplug when you need to. Yeah. Do what it takes, people, but don't pretend like you're all good. Because in some ways, we all need to be better, and we deserve better. Yeah, Absolutely. man. Hey, Damien, I'm so glad you said that, because I think it's important to find that balance between finding things that can help you move forward and then just giving you that space to to move forward, you know? And as as I'm listening to you articulate that, I'm just thinking about, you know, um, I just moved in with my brother, but for so many years, I lived lived by myself. Mm -hmm. And I spent so much time just being by myself. And and that was a major, major reason why my development started to happen and my movement towards happiness started to happen because I had that opportunity to be with myself or when I'm hiking and there's no phone and there's no music, it's just me and nature. Or when I'm on a bike ride, right? That same thing of just letting your, and even sometimes um, unconsciously, just get in the car and I don't really want to hear nothing. Yeah, you know, I just exactly. want to be in silence. Feels good. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really, really happy that you shared that yeah, with absolutely. our listeners, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So we're going to have to wrap up this conversation, guys. Um, we got to segue into our next topic, but we do hope from the information that was shared today, the articles, they will be posted on. Oh, you guys, we we, we, we launched a blog. We, we launched a blog, you guys. Ooh, oh, we launched a blog. blog. Um, I'm pulling it up right now, but all um, we're hoping with today's information that it will have you guys think more critically about ways to break down whatever facades you've been presenting and thinking more um, critically about how to get that healing 
healing, that wholeness, that happiness that everybody deserves. So take the time to check in with yourselves. Uh, We're going to segue real quick into our take root and give back section of the show. As you guys know, um, as we ran out of breath. As you guys know, every week we do acknowledge an organization that is giving back in the community. And in the spirit of our series about the process of being internally woke, we want to acknowledge the Association of Black Psychologists. Um, you can go to abpsi.org. And it- Michael Waller is a future member of this association, by the way. Michael Waller? <laughs> Thank you, brother. Oh, I like Thank that. You, He's gonna be giving sermons and playing basketball. I'm gonna give you a sermon and we're gonna shoot some hoops. Brother Waller. <laughs> Look me up under the name oh, Brother Waller. We need to stop calling him Deacon. We're gonna pass the Waller. Is he gonna be past the Waller? I like it. You gotta do some work for that title though. Oh man. <laughs> Um, But if you go to this website, you guys, there is a whole um, directory of like resources of black psychologists that you can get connected with um, all throughout the U.S. So it's a resource for you guys like reach out. We are living in a time where at one point, like for our parents generation, they didn't have the ability to go to google.com and you know put in the search box like i need some help and you a whole bunch of things will pop up for you you have resources you have the outlets they're out there for you take that step like that that's like a running towards it or you or or, or you can you know whatever you know what i mean i know i said earlier i wasn't gonna move as much but it's just me so whatever anyway step towards it run towards it it's out there for you but we just want to acknowledge this week the association of black psychologists Mm. yes did you guys want to add anything to that shout out to the black psychologists out there (laughs) yeah shout out to shout out to them if i can say it if i can say it and uh take brother waller under your wing and uh Make him the best psychologist that this yeah. Bay Area has ever seen. Brother Michael Waller, the basketball psychologist. Yeah, shout out, oh. shout out to the black man. Shout out to black everything. <laughs> all black everything, everything black, all black shout all day, black. all black. Shout out to macaroni and cheese and fried chicken. Shout out to just good food. I'm hungry. Um, oh yeah, and so <laughs> before we hop into the reading is good for the soil, I do want to highlight our. Um, blog it, the, you can find our blog the seeds you sow podcast.blogspot.com um all of our episodes from episode four up into episode 17 is posted except for episode five because i didn't do a write-up for that one unfortunately but i just didn't at the time but anyway they're all listed so you can check us out and it's a breakdown of each episode and going forward all of our episodes will be there. So if you didn't oh, get yeah. the show, you can get like a quick breakdown of what happens. But we encourage you to listen. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me stop. Hey. <laughs> did we, to- we told you about the Snoop Dogg gospel album. Yes. Right? You did. I haven't listened to it though oh, yet. I, I listened to. to it today when I was taking a shower. 
It is amazing. Oh, that's what I heard, man. That's it's what I amazing. Heard. Snoop Dogg, he just does Snoop everything. Snoop got an album. Reggae. It's amazing. Reggae, gospel. Reggae, gospel. Reggae. Reggae. He does it all well. He just does it I'm all gonna well. Listen. Is there like a particular Snoop track that you really like? On Anyone. The... It doesn't matter. It's all good. You up there catching Snoop. the spirit? Like, hallelujah. Doggy dog. Was he see walking for the spirit? No, but for real, like, <laughs> it's, it's like a legit gospel album. It's not even... Is it him or is it no, other feature? No, it's not him. So then it's how... Like he's on a couple of... It basically, he produced it. Does he go like, hey, 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 praise the Lord? Like, what? <laughs> no, no. He like he 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 raps on like three songs. Oh man! But the album is dope. He got everybody. <laughs> he got a whole track. Jesus turned the water into wine. Yeah, the gospel rapper. From gangster to gospel. Gangster to gospel. Is he like preaching the gospel? Is he talk? Is it like that? Progress. Honestly, Snoop probably. Is on about three minutes of the whole album. Wow. So is it like a Fred Hammond, Marvin Sapp, like, get you at your soul gospel type of gospel album? Yes. Like that. Okay. All right. I'm going to listen to both. Gotta check it it's out. Both. I'll be on the bus some morning playing that good. Marvin Sapp never would have made it. Shout out to Ashley. She know what right. I'm talking about. And I'll be having a moment. I'm like, never would have made right. it. <laughs> never would have made you. Okay. It'll surprise you. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna I'm come back next week and talk about it. You guys need to finish watching. Shout out real quick, and we're gonna hop into the next segment. I promise. Shout out. Well, Damon, you and Asia put me onto it, but you guys need to finish seven seconds so we can talk about it. I know, I know. God. I'm bad because I like told all, I told everybody about it, right? I, I, have, a lot of, I have a lot of so feelings. So like, you watched it after I told them about it. Yeah, and, then, and they're like, so yeah, let's talk about. It. I was like, actually, no, 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 yeah, yeah. No, yeah I have, episode. I have a lot of feelings. I finished it. Um, shout out to Regina King. She needs to come on the show one day. I love Regina King since Brenda on Two Two Seven up into um, Boondocks. Like she is a phenomenal actress. Yeah, she is. I feel like she was my older sister in a different lifetime one day she'll be on this show but if you guys have not seen the Netflix series 7 Seconds watch it but it will piss you off by next week I, hopefully I'll, I'll have Name it watched that. hopefully yeah so we gonna hop right I'm in I'm not gonna lie to you I'm not about to watch that whole season by the next time we talk <laughs> I appreciate your honesty but I'm still pissed off I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie I don't know how many yeah. episodes it is uh, it's like I don't know. It's only ten, and that was my first time like only actual. 10. Well, That's I need ten I need, hours, bro. Was it? Damn, I thought. Can I, well, can I get a day off? Yeah, you know I, I was telling Ashley and Micah this last night. I said I had my first Netflix binge watching experience. That was the first one. That was my first time ever doing something like that. That's a whole like we could talk about an episode like the whole like binge watching culture. It's kind of problematic if we really think about it. No, it's not. Uh, we'll, t- well, we could debate about it. Yeah, we could debate. We'll debate about it. I think yeah, it's problematic. It. Yeah. But I did. I. I did partake in it Friday night, and then I finished it up a little bit Saturday morning. That's problematic. It is. But it was good, but it pissed me off. So, yeah. The show or the fact that you watched it? Yeah, I think I'm talking about two different things. Y'all not on the same thing right now. Well, the show was good, but it pissed me off in the end. But then also, too, I was like, damn, Aisha, I could have been doing something. Because my Friday night was supposed to get some other stuff done. And I was like, I'm watching this show, but it was so good. So, whatever. guess what? Kind of like we just got done talking about. Stop worrying so much about. All I know that. that's my that's my internal. Just enjoy yourself. It's okay, y'all. I'm working on it. I already <laughs> named. I named plenty of times on the podcast. I've been getting through my patience and my control issues, mm. or the control issues. They're not mine. I'm not naming it. Let's segue in <laughs> to our last topic. Yeah, cause old girl out there hot. Am I? No, old no, girl I out do. there. 
Oh, yeah. It's okay. She, I mean, shoot. All right. Yeah, we got somebody else that need to use studio, she y'all. She just came in. I mean, so she's she hot. We've been here. No, but she's cool. Me? I talked to her. It's okay. We, yeah, she's still hot, though. Anyway. You read all kinds of text messages. Hey, don't get me going right now. Don't get so me going right now. The team is I'm doing a workshop this week, you guys, at the University of San Francisco because we have such a good podcast, and I'm going to talk to the students about how to uh, produce right a quality podcast. <laughs> I'm just naming it. That's a good ego. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's a good wolf. That's a good wolf. Okay, you, you, know, think, you think she's going to beat her? I, we'll see. She hey. probably was going to be there. Hey, hey, you out there right now. You should tell her to come through on the way out. We should. Hey, come through today. Anyway, I'm trying to focus, y'all. <laughs> it is time for Reading is Good for the Soil. Every week on the Seed You So podcast, we highlight a book from each host for you guys to go out there and read. Read a book. Read a book. It's good for your mind. Good for your mind. Expand your mind. Expand your mind. Read, read, read. So, yes, um, let's hop right into it. I'll go first. I always go, who wants to go first? I'll just go first. This book that I'm highlighting this week was the number one international bestseller, and it's called The Book of Awesome. So quick story about this book in reference to um, the process of being internally woke. After I got rejected from Northwestern University, after being rejected, rejected I got interviewed, TDI. I got wasted. You will not I was... be attending our school. <laughs> you took me back. You triggered me. <laughs> He triggered me, y'all. Is that a moment? <laughs> I have my heart set on Northwestern, Northwestern, you guys. I moved to Chicago, one of the reasons for that school. Uh, interviewed, waitlisted, denied. Nope. As Yep, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't mean to laugh at And so the summer of two, it was June 2011. <laughs> To June t- uh, to going into 2012, that's when I got accepted into UW Madison, which worked out way better. Got a full scholarship. Holla hey, at me. There you go. Look at it? God. Yeah. Won't he, he do it? Right. Did it right. Say so. That's right. He said not Northwestern, but you got UW. I hear you. Right. Amen. <laughs> Preach on, preacher. Um, but during that moment of despair, of depression, of uh, what the hell am I doing with my life? Do. I'm in Chicago. What I did for me. Nothing to do. Right. <laughs> got the whole commentary here. The whole story, right? One. Yeah. Thing I had to do for myself that I didn't recognize then, but going to a bookstore was my way of unplugging. And during my time at the Barnes and Nobles in Evanston, in Illinois, I Shut came across this Noble. book. Yes. Shut up, bookstores. The Barnes and Nobles. Yes. Yeah, London, man. Jack London. London. That was right. my one, man. Right next to the TGI Fridays. We used to, man, crack off. I used to go to the jazz festival <laughs> over in Jack London. And I used to black. always want to go to the bookstore afterwards. Man, I oh, missed that. Oh, I know. Like, I know, bro. right? It's like bring back Barnes and Noble. We'll start. We'll start a campaign, y'all. Heard my. Um, um, but one Saturday afternoon, I found this book called The Book of Awesome, and I just saw it there, and I was like, what is this about? This book is for the people out there who are like me, the person who will go out of their way to step on a leaf just to hear it crunch because this book is all about highlighting the simple things in life Amen. that will make you happy. Amen. It is freaking Awesome. That is, like, that's why that's it's called cool. The Book of Awesome. And in connection with um, a book that both Michael and Ashley um, highlighted, um, this book called The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin, she quotes for The Book of Awesome, little things, it turns out, are extremely important to happiness. And The Book of Awesome will remind you of the thousand little things that will make you happier. Mm. Um, just to kind of name a few, because what they do is... The book itself was first on, like, it was first inspired by, like, an online website about little things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And people will, like, respond and talk about them. 
Um, so it's like little things that they name and then they kind of elaborate on it. But one thing that's like a simple thing that'll make you happy is finally remembering a word that's been on the tip of your tongue for so long. <laughs> it's like a little <laughs> 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 and you're only going to appreciate this if you like little things like that. Um, one more. <laughs> uh, eating the extra fries at the bottom of the bag. Like, oh, <laughs> my favorite. Okay, I'm going to give you guys hey, one more. You know, sometimes it'd be like cold and greasy and nasty. <laughs> hey, oh, it's still good, though. I still go for them. Yeah, I still eat them. <laughs> um, catching, somebody singing, uh, catching somebody singing in their car and sharing a laugh with them. Um, so there's a bunch of just little things in there. And going back to what I said earlier about, like, for me, I will go out of my way to, like, step on a crunchy leaf because I like to hear that sound. And it makes me so happy. And, like, this book also has, at the end, it breaks down, like, our meaning, our purpose, and why we're here. And it, it, it brought me so much joy during a time in my life where I felt so out of control, where it brought me back down to that area of, like, simplification and just looking at the bigger picture and, like, taking notice of, like, the little things, like the smell of, like, you know, clothes coming out of, like, the dryer. Yeah. It smells so good, y'all. So, yes, the Book of Awesome, awesome by, you know what? I never really said this person's name out loud. Neil... Patricia, it's going to be on our blog. Neil Patricia, the book of awesome. And it, it will crack you up. There's hella little things in hey, here like, that are funny. Those lines. Shout out to the girl. I was coming out of uh, <laughs> I was coming out of Trader Joe's in Palo Alto the other day. And the parking lot was like kind of crowded, so there was a little bit of traffic. So it was taking a little while for her to be able to turn. But she had all her windows down, blasting something. I don't know what it was, singing at the top of her lungs. And the parking lot was full of people walking around, looking at her, but she was just, like, jamming by herself in her car. Yes. Just enjoying the awesomeness of just that moment that she had to listen to her song. Shout out to her, man. Sitting in that little grocery store, parking lot traffic, just doing her thing. She's like, she like, I'm going to get there eventually, but until I do, I'm about to turn up to whatever it is I'm listening to right now. So, yeah, man. I was like, I looked at it, I was like, that's it. You know what I mean? That's what's up. That's where we all need to be. Yeah. Just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who would like to go next? I'll go next. Uh, mine's going to be super quick for the day. The book that I want to highlight today is entitled Race Matters. It's by my brother, Brother oh. Cornell West. Brother oh. West. Dr. Cornell West. Doctor. Doctor. Brother Dr. Cornell West. <laughs> uh, but the reason why I want to highlight Race Matters today is because we talked about, we highlighted black psychologists today. And I'm not saying uh, there's a lot of of white psychologists and white teachers and, and good people in this in this world who are not black, who are here and in positions to serve black people. And mm. one of the things that we read in our article was that to serve a people, you must know about their issues and you must be in tune with what's going on in their history to maybe create some of the reactions that they are having. And so I just wanted to highlight race matters because even if you are the best of person in this world, 
you still have to acknowledge that race does matter. Mm. And if you are of a different race than a young black man or a young black woman, and you are in a place where you can serve them and help them move forward, then take the time to understand more about their history and more about their trauma and their pain mm. um, and more about why they are doing some of the things that they are doing so you can be somebody who can help them move forward. So race does matter. Shout out to Cornell West, a, a real, real intelligent brother who is out there always um, speaking his mind and being authentic and take some time to do your research take some time to learn before you try to serve and before you try to move and help people move forward amen it's crazy because that book was published in 1993 and it still matters it still matters it still matters yeah and black lives matter go ahead brother damon <laughs> brother damon it's brother damon oh it's not brother damon <laughs> My book for the day is, uh -huh. uh, and I think I, I think we might have covered it already, but I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the Four Agreements. Did we already talk about Four Agreements? I, th I think, I, think I did, but no. But go ahead, because we didn't matter. put it, we didn't put it on the blog. There we go. I think it's, it's from like one, episode three or two, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, the Four Agreements, the four agreements uh, a book of four principles that uh, will help you to live a more productive and happy life. Uh, I think in the spirit of what we're talking about today, mm. um, I think it's very relevant and I think that you should check it out. Uh, full disclosure, I have not read it yet, <gasps> um, but I'm going to start it tomorrow. Yay! Actually. So let's read it together, y'all. Let's read it together. <laughs> and, uh, I like that. Next time we talk, let's talk about it. Okay. That's dope. <laughs> and it is by? Oh, huh. let me find out. <laughs> I'm going to let you say it. Um, it is by. I was looking at a quote. Yeah. Don <laughs> Miguel Ruiz. Narrated by Peter Coyote. Don Ooh, Miguel Coyote. Ruiz. That's how I can give me my uncle. Ruiz. <laughs> Did y'all get that? No, that ain't my uncle. <laughs> Stop it. Cornell West, my uncle. <laughs> 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 yeah. Miguel Ruiz, he's oh, a phenomenal man. writer. Yeah. I'm excited I'm for you. Out. I'm about to find out. Okay, you definitely <laughs> need to have that read by the next time we see you. I will. Have that done before seven seconds. There is a, I got two books. So uh, I wanted to do a, like a personal development book and a hmm. novel. So I'm still looking for the novel, but I want to have it done oh. within the next two weeks. Nice. Maybe read the one that um, Delia was talking about when she was here. That was really good. What was it called? Because when she's talked about it, I wanted to read yeah, it. Yeah, um, I'm going to pull it up it? for you right now. We'll rename it right now. Do, 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 do. Homegoing. Mm. Homegoing. That's, I, I still want to okay. read that. Okay. So yep. that could be like, you know, your little, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yes, guys, reading is good for the soil, a.k.a. your mind. Please take the time to, you know, check out these books that we have suggested or think about you know, researching into different books that you may want to read. Reading is good. Let it be, as Ashley even mentioned last week, um, there's different ways that you can read. It could be short stories, poems, through anthologies, articles, whatever it is. And I said this so many times, and I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm a broken record. Us sitting here, we are giving our opinions, our informed opinions. We are giving our experiences, but... Please don't let that just stop of what we're saying. We are the catalyst for that. So whatever you hear, take it further. Go out with it. We just don't want you to be like, oh, they said it, and so it's that. No. Take it. Get your own thought, your own opinion, your own inspiration, and go out into the world. Live your purpose. Find out what it means for you. <sighs> Is 
have to say that because it's just important for me that we Amen, just, sister. you know, build original thinkers today, not just people who just like to regurgitate and just spit back. Huh? What? My computer died and I lost my quote. Oh, you lost your quote? Oh. oh, I got a great call for tonight. <laughs> do you want to look at it? Do you want to do you want to look it up <laughs> right here? No, no, no. Okay, so we're about to wrap it up for the end of the show. We hope today's show. How y'all feel about today's show? Honestly, I think I've said we said this before. I think it's one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we said it every single yeah. one of my favorites. I think y'all. this is one of my favorites. I feel, I feel very excited to continue the series. That yeah, we're about to go absolutely. On right Ooh, I That's can't wait I to see. Like. All right, I like that. The team is on. We're yeah. on, you guys. Yes, make sure you guys um, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, um, check us out on Twitter. Um, also, too, leave us a review. Give us our feedback. You can also email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we will, us. you know, talk yeah, to us. Let us do. know what you're thinking. Let us know, you know, you said this, but I didn't agree with that. Or, you know, yeah. you said this, and, you know, I need some help with that. Let us know. We are here for you. Keep we these are, conversations going. We are here for you. We are here for you. Yes, we are. We, oh, oh, I'm tapping it. We're going to leave y'all with three quotes yeah. of the week. We're going to leave y'all with three quotes of the week. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Not me. All right, I'll go first. I'll let, y'all, I'll let y'all set it off. Mine's is real simple. I just looked it up right now because I didn't really want to have um, one prepared. But this one just spoke to me. If opportunity, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. And um, I think it's important in this society that we're living in right now, um, despite what situations or circumstances we're given, there's still an opportunity to build, to get together with other people, to create what you want, create what you need, and go after whatever it is in your heart and spirit. I'm just all about making sure that people feel inspired. So I just want to put that out there. So yeah. Nice. Mine for this week, when we are aligned with our purpose and identity, we are living our genius. Mm -hmm. We are unstoppable. Not from aggression or will, but from the pure energy that is generated from knowing who we are, what we offer, and why we are here. Amen. Woo. Yeah. Woo. That was, Let's that, let that breathe for a couple of seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. I, I, I don't even think I got to say anything about that one, I think. Nah, it there said, it, it, said yeah. it already. Let go of the mask. I can let that breathe for a second. Um, I got two actually. One is <laughs> well-ordered self-love is right and natural. Mm. Mm. Um, that kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier with the ego and uh, just understanding that self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth are all good things. It's just uh, how you approach them and yeah. how you express them. And the other one is you are the sky. Everything else is just the weather. So mm. wow, I like that. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. We just gonna let that one rock. I like that. Thanks, that's, that's good. Yeah, we're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was zooming up. Uh, so we are the Seed You So podcast. I'm your girl Aisha. I'm Mike. I'm Dane. Catch us every Sunday, KUSF.org, 8 p.m. to 9 30. And have a blessed week. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.